that's me. <clears throat> Amen. You know, Luke, what I'm going to tell you, right? Just turn me up for the hearing parent. <laughs> he said, I know. Okay, yes, because, look, if, if we get too low my voice, you have two troubles, two problems. One for the sound, another one for the broken English. So I don't want that you have any problem. But I just hold one more Sunday. One more Sunday. Pastor Samuel is coming back. Amen? Yes. He's coming back. One more Sunday. If you can survive today, and that's blessing. One more. One more. They, the people who comes on Wednesdays, and they already survive on Wednesday because every Wednesday it was me. So the day this, someone backslide and another one I don't see here in the church, but that's good. But amen. God have a word for you today. Amen. God have a word for us today. It is optional. Okay. God's words is never imposed on you. It's optional. You get if you want. You apply to your life if you want. So you can come here and listen. Ben Him, Billy Grant, whatever can come here. If you don't apply to your life, doesn't matter. But it is about you. It is your choice today. Amen? Because... Right now, what's the biggest talk when we talk with people? It is about what? Disinfect, sanitize, and vaccine. We don't, we don't talk about soccer anymore. It's disinfect, sanitize, and vaccine. No, let's talk about soccer. We don't have to do that. But uh, again... This, I, I know that you even don't remember this, but I told last time that I preached, I'm going to talk about this today. But uh, for those who doesn't say, I, I know you even don't know what you ate last night. But uh, God wants to disinfect your relationship. He wants to sanitize your atmosphere or your environment. And then he wants to vaccinate your future and destiny. But this, it is optional. You put hand sanitizer if you want. You disinfect your health if you want. You vaccine if you want. It's optional. But right here, for you and I to go to the next level, what God has for you and I, we get something to do some things. And then the first one is disinfect your relationship. And who you're with, who you're walking with, who you're talking with. Whoever you talk with, whoever you mingle with, that's you become that type of person. And, and a businessman one time said that if you walk with five broke people, you're going to be the sixth one. So this is your relationship. How you wanna how you wanna go to the next level if you don't don't walk with people who push you to your your your, your good. Don't push you. Let's read the Bible. Let's pray. If you, let's go open a business. If you don't walk with people like this, if you go, oh man, the life is bad, and my wife is not screaming with me all the time. I don't have money. I'm broken. If you walk with people like this, that's how you're gonna be. So disinfect that type of environment and, and people in your life. It is time for you to change and disinfect. I don't know if you disinfect your house, 
But right now, you see that uh, if you, hey, how are you doing? Yes, I'm doing good, sir. Then, that's, that's, that's what we are living right now. But uh, that's what you, you, you see people come to you and say, oh, I'm doing bad. And just disinfect that. Say, yes, let's, let, let, let's talk about Jesus. Let's say, the Lord is going to heal you. The Lord is going to bless you. The Lord is going to prosper you. The Lord is going to save you. The Lord is going to heal you. Disinfect that relationship. Because if you do this, you're going to be, you're the one that is supposed to impose wherever you at. Every time Jesus was coming someplace, he was changed the, the, the atmosphere. So now you get to sanitize there. You get after you disinfect all these relationships. And, uh, and then, look, these three things here is even all my message. The message is coming up. This is introduction. And just real, real quick, I'm doing Sanitize your environment, your atmosphere. When you, how are you going to do that? You cannot give what you don't have it. So if you get a place that all everybody is cussing and fussing, fussing, I, I, I learned with Pastor Mel. Cussing, I didn't know that word. Cussing and fussing. And if you, you can get on that situation and sanitize that environment. But most of us is like the butterfly. The butterfly, I don't know the name in English, but in Portuguese it's a mimetism. That the butterfly when set on the brown uh, 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 a tree, her, her wings start to turn on that color. If she goes and fly to the green, so that, 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 uh, her wings start to get that color. So most of the people just get the color. What's the name? No. But uh, anyway, that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. You... You got to go in whatever environment you have. You have to change that. Not to suck that environment that you're living in. If you live in a house that is screaming and then cussing, and you can change that thing. You can change, but you, I, again, you cannot give what you don't have it. How are we going to sanitize our environment if we have our relationship when we start? Relationship with God. Relationship with Jesus. Relationship with the Holy Spirit. So that's the way that you sometimes... If you come to the house tired and from the job, you see your wife with the hair like that. She's wearing pajamas. So change that environment. She's supposed to, to wait for you with the lipsticks and the button. And the, well, I have been working all day long at this house. Yeah, but you have time to go take a shower and receive him with your arms open. That's smelling good. But if you get in your house, you see her wife with hair like that. She's wearing pajamas. Change that environment, please. No wife on this church does that. Look, I know the husbands, they just like that. <laughs> they, they're afraid to, to, to just, to, blah, blah. anyway. So, and vaccinate. God wants to vaccinate your future. How? This is optional. Vaccine is optional, right? And God wants to vaccinate your future. How? You let, you got to go to him. To get vaccinated today, you got to go somewhere else. Okay? You got to go there. And fill it up your form and application. Go. And the one thing it is, I took one friend. 
She said, Pastor, can you take me there to, to I'm going to have my vaccine. I said, yeah, okay. And I took her there and left there. And then I came back home. And then after I said, can I go to pick you up? She said, no, they, have, they told me to wait 15 minutes, sit right here uh, 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 after you get vaccinated. I said, well, just to see if you're going to turn in some animals. You know. She said, no, 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 no. And then I, I saw a picture on the Google with this lady with her face this big and his, her thing is like that. And I sent to her, I said, that's how you're going to be in 15 minutes. <laughs> but, but, but you, you, you get applied to go to do the, to go the vaccine. So for God to work on your future in your destiny, you can, don't have to apply, but you have to go to him. And he will vaccinate your feet in your destiny if you go to him. If you're just there and talk about, oh, Lord, this is hard on my life. This is my family, my husband. If you don't go to him, he cannot do nothing for you. He's waiting for you to give some steps. So you, and then we're we going to illustrate this. If you don't give steps towards him, and you're not going to see what he has, the purpose that he has in your life. So a lot of people, they even don't know what purpose they are here. Some people think that they, they was born, I a cute baby, and a cute toddler, and, 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 and a beautiful teenager, and got the, the, the wife and, and, or the husband, beautiful, get married, get, start to get a belly, teeth fail, start to get ugly, and die. This is not your purpose. If this was the purpose that created you to was born beautiful and get your wife and, and die ugly, it, it, what purpose is there? I don't want to serve God like this. He has better things for you. He said that to prosper you, to have a future and a hope. That's what God has for you. Don't be just think that you're going to die ugly. He has something for you, but you got to go towards Him. Okay, I finished the introduction. Let's, let's go to the, 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 the thing. And Talitha, let, let, let's, let's, let's uh, uh, read. And tell your neighbor that God has a word for you. Tell the one that uh, you love that uh, God has a word for you. Get, tell the one that you barely tolerate and say, God has a word for you. Let's read together, okay? This is John chapter 5, verse 1. After Jesus returned to Jerusalem in one of the, uh, the Jewish uh, holidays, inside the city, near to the sheep gate, in, was the pool of Bethesda, with the five covered porch. Crowd of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay in the porch. When Jesus saw him and know, knew that he was there for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, this sick man said. For I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is still and bubbles up. Someone else always get there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. And rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on Sabbath. After all these miracles, that's it. But this miracle happened on Sabbath. So, I'm going to illustrate this. Come, come here, Michael. Because if you, if you don't understand nothing about my English, you're going to remember Michael. Lay it down here. 
Good. Put your head there. And, and you're, you're there. Yes, sir. Yeah. Just, just stay there. Yes. So, see, wh- wh- what do we have here? It's a man that, what, 38 years lay there. We, we don't know if he was 38 years old right there. Why well, I believe not. But he was there at the, at the pool of Bethesda. And the thing it is, I like it. This because, can you imagine say that once a while was angel was coming and stirred the water. Now my question is, these angels have a wings or was just a man? Or uh, I, I, I have that question for, 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 for them when I I'm, I'm get there. So, that, that's, so this man was there later. And then when Jesus came and said, would you like to get well? He said, I can't. Because every time that I have supposed to go there, no one takes me there. This is the, he was a paralyzed. This is a paralysis of the dependency. I can't, no one can take me there. When you depend on someone, more you depend on God. Paralysis is going to be, take you everywhere you go. When you depend on someone else to be happy, and paralysis is going to make you don't be happy. So every time this man was dependent on someone else to get this miracle. He was so close to his miracle. The pool was there. We don't know how far he was, but the pool was there. He was so close, but yet so far. It's the sum of us. is that's the same. We are dependent on others to have our miracle. We depend on others to, 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 to get fulfilled in our, our lives. Until you depend on others, you're not going to see the fullness, what God has been for you. And we are today, we are what? We, we, we depend on others to make us happy. We watch TV. We depend on others to teach our kids what's wrong or right. We send them to the school. But this is time for the shift. It is a time for the shift. I'm going to say one more time. It's a time for the shift. It is a time. It is a time for this man to start to walk. Your future cannot be in someone else's hand. Your family cannot be in someone else's hand. Your faith cannot be in someone else's hand. Your faith has to be in the hand who said that in John 10, 28. In their mind, and nobody's going to snatch them from my hand. Jesus said that. So that's why we, where we're going to be dependent. And Psalm 62, 5 says, I depend on God alone, not depend on order. This, the condition here was paralysis. What we are having, we suffering. A lot of people suffering today is paralysis spiritually, financially, relational. It's a lot of people is paralyzed. So they don't want to have any relationship anymore with nobody. And then when they have, they break in the first conversation. I don't know if it's a you or not. But I, I know people. They're very relational. But when they get close to you, the first word they say, they break that relationship. You want to run. Because we have been that paralysis that we, before I have a relationship with you, I have to know first what you like, what you don't like. What, how you, you like me to act, how you don't like. So if we want a relationship, I have to first to not cross your boundaries. I have to know and understand you first. And then we can walk together. 
but paralysis. And a lot of people has this paralysis on be validating all the time. And uh, oh man, I feel bad, and I'm not worth no nothing. And, uh, and uh, they, they want, and then they post. I have been talking this all the time that I preach, and then they post on the Facebook some things that they want to see, like 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 like. They these are this thing that they want to be validating all the time, and then I tell you all the time that we don't don't our identity we don't depend off the like of many, but the love of one. Jesus, until he loves you, you don't need all the like, 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 like. You need Jesus. So that's, that's why what defines you? Some people define, uh, they, they're paralyzed by the political right now. And people say, my pastor, I watch a lot of TV. I don't think that I don't want to go to church. What Jesus have to do with it? So if you don't want to come to church because you're watching the, the political channel, just turn that off and come back to the church. That, that, that's easy. But no, you turn it off the church and go back to the TV. You're doing the opposite. And we are praying for Americans, for Brazil, for all of the world. But right now, like you hear in America, we have a two major uh, uh, political parties here, right? One, the, the, the Republicans, uh, they, they, they're represented by the elephant, and Democrats like the donkeys. I didn't make that up. They, they go and Google it. <laughs> it's not me. It, 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 it's America. Okay? So, I didn't make that up. Just Google right now. And, but we don't need any more or more followers of the elephant of the donkeys. What we need more is the followers with the lamb of God and the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's what we need. We need more followers of the lion and the lamb. Not the donkey and the elephant. They not going to do nothing for you. But that's your answer. That's my answer. Who you follow? The donkey or the elephant? No, I found the lamb and the lion. That's yes, when we get that, we need more lions and lambs in the church with the healing and the power and boldness to preach the holy gospel. That's what we need. But I'm not talking about the elephant. This is about that man there. It's the 38 years he was there. And then, but when his encounter with Jesus, Jesus changed his circumstance. To his destiny. And where every time he was there. But when Jesus got here. And that started to change his life. And then he, Jesus said. You would like to get well? He said. I can't. Wrong answer. I didn't ask you if you can. Because if you could. You're not going to be here in first place. And I thank you God. That he forgive me. All the wrong answer I give to him every day when he asked me. He just was asked, Sunshine, do you want to get well? The thing is, yes, sir. But he said, I can't and I have no one to put me there. And Jesus said, it's not about you. It's about what I already did for you. And it wasn't about you, but what I can do for you. It's not about what you can, but my anointing. Because Jesus could go there and okay, he said, "Good sir, okay, sunshine, I'm gonna do something for you." And he could go there in the pool, 
and tell the angels, because the angels work for Jesus. And he said, go there and, and, and stir that right, and, and I will help him there. He could do that, but Jesus didn't. Jesus could tell him, look, I have experience with water. If you don't know, just ask that people that was thirsty on the wedding. So he could do everything. But Jesus, every time he asks you some things, and then he knows. He knew what this man need, but he asked you a question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to follow me? Do you want to go in the church? Well, have that person there. And you do like this. Look that. I have that person there. I don't like him. And I don't like her. I don't go in the church. No, Jesus doesn't have nothing what that person doesn't like you or not. He's the one that gave his life for you. It's not that person that you don't like, you don't tolerate. You come here to the one who gave the life for you. And that's why we come here. We don't come here to, 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 to listen to freaking black pastor Marcel de Campos, broken English, to talk with. We come here to serve the Lord. That's why we come here. And then what I like when you learn English, you can say any bad word because that's funny. So, this man was the next. Say, I am next. Not you nasty. You're next. <laughs> Jesus said, I will change your circumstances what you're living. And I almost done. Say, praise the Lord. And Jesus did three things here that changed that man's life. The first. Just when I tell you, okay. The first. He said, stand up. Not yet. But he said, stand up. When he stood up, all the generational curse was breaking in his life. With the sickness and paralyzed. But he has to obey. And then Jesus even took his hand. How dare Jesus did just stand up. The man even can move. But when you have encountered of our Savior, He's going to ask you to do things that you never did. And it's going to be awkward for you. But if you just obey, just do it. Nike, just do it. And you go, He's going to change you. That's how Jesus could come here with the Nike. Just do it. When He asks you something, don't ask the question back. Just obey. And that's why... When we have a calling in our lives to preach the gospel, to like you, you have a calling, but you even start yet. But you have calling to go into the world and preach the gospel. It's not for pastor evangelists, for you and I. Your mission, my mission is that. So when I'm in the front of the throne and God said, Marcel, you did this, did this, this, you got my calling. And then, yes. And then what he going to say about you? Well, I call you to go into the world and preach the gospel for all the nations. No, uh, this was a Pastor Samuel, Pastor Marcel, Pastor Elias' job. Uh, he said, no, baby, it's your job too. Because I didn't put the pastor's name is dead on the Bible. I said, go into the world and preach the gospel. It's for you and I. So, you're going to give account. But if we don't tell you this, that's we're going to give account because we didn't tell you. 
But when we tell you, we just, God, I told them. They just listen here and God was there. So that's it. But this man, okay, he said, stand up. And then the second thing, he said, pick up your mat. And then the third thing, he said, walk. But look, when I said pick up your mat, one girl was just laughing and she was to stand up the mat. And she was almost leaving. It's not you mat, it's the mat. So, what I'm going to do here, when Michael is stamped up, and through him, we're going to symbolize, symbolize all the generation curse breaking your life. But today, as a church, if today we have to go, the, the Lord said, go to the Lord's house family, go to the, down the street, and this gas station there, they're doing, the, they're building. Go there around the, the, the building and shout. And I want to see all that walls breaking down. Do you think that the Lord's church is able to go there, the Lord's house should go there and shout around that building and put that, that walls down? Do you think we could do this? And today is easy because this is taco. It's easy. But uh, how we can do that if we even don't worship loud enough here? We cannot do. But the people of Israel, they broke down their walls of Jericho with their praise and worship. That's what we want to hear you when we have our worship time. For you to break walls in your life, in your family, in your children's and children's 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 children. We want that. You break that curse. But... We don't worship enough what he deserves. But Michael, when I say stand up, and you, we're going to shout enough. And you're going to say enough. God, break all the curses in my family. And I want to see my family saved. I want to see my family not paralyzed anymore. Financial, not paralyzed anymore. Sickness, no paralyzed anymore. I want to be blessed. So when Michael stand up, you shout there. And you praise your uh, God. And you say something. that Give the paralyzed from my husband and let him do something. So at least there. Amen. You ready? When I count one, two, three, Mark is going to stand up and we, we're going to give this beautiful shout. All right? You got me, sunshine? Let's do it. One, two, three. Stand up! Yes! 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 Break this curse. Break this curse in my family. Break this curse in my family. In my life. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. Look. In my family... In my family, one day, I was seven years old when they told me, Marcel's going to be like daddy. How daddy was. Drunk, drug addict, and, and every time that he, he, he could, uh, we could see him come out from the job. But it was like that. And then all my aunts, they were going to have the tequila, they was drink alcohol. 
And then they were saying, Marcelo is going to be just like daddy. Even the way that he plays ball is like daddy. Even the way that he talks is like daddy. But I decided one day, come to Jesus and break that curse in my life and my sister's life. And today, I have the calling because I decide to break that curse. It's you got to decide to break some curses in your life. And today, that we, after when my dad passed away, we preached in his funeral, the whole family came to Christ. But and then my sister said, yeah, they told us that we're going to be like that. Yes, we're going to be like that. No, he's with Jesus because before he died, he accepted Jesus because my sister preached to him. So that's how we can change the generation. So after my sister and uh, in my in our generation, we don't have drug addicts, we don't have drunkards, we don't have we have blessed people in our lives. Why we chose one day to give this step to God? We are we are, uh, and then I told I'm gonna tell see all this because my 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 my, my mom's side is all white people like Pastor Samuel. My daddy's side. Is all brown people like Brother Larry. So, the, the brown people is, have all that parties on Fridays and, 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 and drunking and drinking. All the white people was doctor, dentist, lawyers. And to talk with them, you got to raise your hand and talk. And here, you can talk with 10 people at the same time. They understand you, they understand you, they understand you. And sing part. They fight with you here. They love this one here. Every Friday I was trying to decide, Mom, I go right there. Because that's what I like. And that's what I heard. That my son's going to be just like Daddy. But at that side, I never went there. Because they're so boring. When my mom was here, and everybody was talking, they was looking at my mom and saying, Why you don't talk? She said, You guys don't let me. <laughs> These two family, they here never, one of my daddy married my mom. Because she said, You're going you're gonna to marry this black guy? You're going to be all the time asked for money? You're going to be all the time asked for food? You're going to be... And then what? You know what my daddy did? He never let my mom work for nobody. And before he died, he said, Marcel, you take care of your mom. You don't let her work for nobody. And then with my mom, my dad, my mama was one of the sisters that never passed through the divorce in her life. Because all the her sisters, there was divorce and spanking and all that thing. But my dad, the, the, the ones that they say, don't worry. The only thing my mom got in love with my dad because he was a soccer player. When I got here... I got married with a white girl. My cousin was, yeah, because you were a soccer player. That's why you, you, you got the, 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 the white Colombia. That's it. That, that's it in Brazil. If you, if you have a white girl, you brown people, they, or you soccer player, or you bank robber. <laughs> but I was a soccer player. So, Jesus said, Jesus said, Stand up. In Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 1. When God told Ezekiel. Stand up or we will speak with you. Ezekiel had to stand up first. 
And then in Acts, when Peter stood up, God spoke through him. So Ezekiel, stand up, I'm going to speak with you. In Acts, he stood up and he spoke through him. So when you stand up, God will speak with you and through you. But please, you stand up. You stand up. Don't be sat there. And then the second thing. I didn't tell you to pick up your mat yet. The second thing. Jesus said, pick up your mat. Pick up your mat. When Jesus said, pick up your mat. All the religious, religious people was there asking him, who gives you the right to carry your mat on Sabbath? When God makes happen when not supposed to happen. In your life, God can do some things when everybody thinks that that's not supposed to happen with her. She's not living a right life with God. But God makes happen when not supposed to happen. Just depend how you obey him. And if you're in a position today that you are dependent on others to be happy. If you are in a position today that you think that nothing happened in your life. Just stand up and listen God and obey him. He's going to speak to you and through you. And then he said, pick up your mat. The other thing, the, the third one, and I'm done. He said... Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. And when they came to him, he said, who did this for you? He said, the man. I don't, he didn't know the man. Because he said, uh, if you keep reading, he said, Jesus did this and left. But he said, who gives you the right to carry this? He said, the man who heals me. A lot of people. If their praise don't make you, their criticism cannot break you. If their praise don't make you, their criticism cannot break you. Who gives you the right? The man who healed me, who saved me, who, who, who guided me, who cleansed me, who set my feet upon the solid ground. That's the man who I serve. And then when you he walk. When you go to the mall, uh, uh, can, can I call the band? When you go to the mall, depend on the mall, okay? But I think this one here we, we have. So when you walk to the mall, you're waiting for what? For that doors to open for you, right? Nobody, well, I'm the one, probably the only one here. I never go. The door that I have to pull or push. Because in Brazil, push is this. And all the time they say, push. <laughs> that door from the devil doesn't open. Because when they say push, in my mind I have to translate in English. Because if I think in Portuguese, I push that door, I get boom. Boom. And then somebody comes to me, excuse me, sir. <laughs> so now I don't go that door. I go that door that opened by itself. 
But for that door open by itself, you got to be on the range that a sensor detects you to open for you. Every time for the doors open for you, what God has for you, you got to be on the range that the sensor of God, the sensor of the heaven, going to read your presence there. The mercy and grace doors going to open for you, but you got to be on that range where the sensor is going to be. Where's the range, Pastor? Here in the church family and with the Bible and praising and worship. That's the sensor that's going to open the door for you and I. So don't try to go in and try to push the doors that are never going to open for you. Try to go in the doors that are going to open for you. Grace and mercy will follow you every day in your life. We're going to sing. I don't know what, but we're going to sing. Thank you, Mike. Give Mike a hand. Just put that in. Do you want the doors open for you? But you got to be on that range. So how you can get on this range that the sensor is going to read you? You get a turn like that man laying on the floor. You get a turn, the disappointment and divine appointment. And I, I preached for, uh, Wednesday that sometimes the disappointments hold us back to give the best for God. So if you are disappointed with anything or any situation, get over it. <laughs> no. You go to God. Looking for the doors that are open. And God said that he will open the door for you. Because he has a filter for you and I. If he has a filter of hope and no harm us, why are we in the situation that we are right now? If God said, I have a hope and a filter for you. So, God is just not saying the truth? Or I'm not, not that sensor where it ranges that my future and destiny is going to be there. You better change your life. You better make that decision today. Or you have to sanitize some things. You have disinfect some things. And you have vaccinate your destiny and future. But with the Lord, let's all stand up. See, if you could hold just one more Sunday, you're going to be blessed. you survive. And uh, and this man, every time, he was blaming somebody. Every time somebody goes in front of me. Every time I don't have nobody. He didn't have nobody, yes, until Jesus came in his life. You cannot have nobody. But if you decide today, walk and say, Lord, today I will change my life. Not because my power, but because you are anointing. Not because I can't, but because you already did for me. And tomorrow, God, 
When I start to walk in my situation, in my circumstance, I want to see doors open. But if you're not on that range, don't blame others. Because you're not on the range. But when you have this encounter, you'll be changed. I have been. When I, they were saying this, uh, God is enough. When I hear Kayla sing in her room that song, look like that worship starts to come out from her door and invade the house and fool the hell. You just can't hear her voice right there. Anytime she's worshiping, that's changed the environment. Daddy and mom sometimes can be tired, but she changed our environment inside the house. But she didn't, she don't, doesn't sing on the shower. No, she has her time with God. She separate that time. And sometimes we say, Kayla, it's too late. Go to sleep tomorrow. Again. Go to school. She look at you in tears and say, Daddy, I'm worshiping. So she's looking for that, change that environment. So that's what you and I have to do it. Change. So, yes. Let's and let's pray. If you want, you can come here in the front. If you feel like you need to get something, fix it with God. You can come here and I pray for you. Not allowed. I'm not gonna tell how oh, this guy he said me, he told me that he's insane or not. You know what you need. You know what step you need to give to God. You know. Pastor doesn't need to know. Nobody doesn't need to know. But God want to open that door, but you need to be on that range. If you want, you can come here. We pray. Yes. You rescue me, Lord. Yes. I am the child of God. Nobody will gonna snatch you from his hand because you're his child. Yes, he will open the doors, he will open the street, he will split the sea, he's gonna open doors. All your sins are gonna be drowned. But you gotta give this step to him. Yes, Lord. Rescue us today. Yes, we are. I am the child of God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for me. I can call you daddy. I can call you my father. I can call you my protector. My provider. My provider. My protector. To who saves me. Thank you. Because I'm not an orphan. I'm a have a daddy. I have a father. Then I can come into your arms and pray Yes, yes. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You rescue me so I can stand and see. Shout with us. I am the tower of God. Let the devil know. Let the devil know in your life. You are the child of God. Nobody will touch you. Nobody's gonna break.
watching us today let they have a boldness to go before you and open their heart to you and say I want that you be my savior you be my lord and you be my God and I will serve you honor you and worship you let them have this boldness today yes Lord thank you 